Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is a new coverstone dream called Keep Your Eyes on the Prize. Now, this one is deep and it's complicated, but has a very important message for the church. Unfortunately, the church that will not hear it, which is why this was sent. God is trying to get a sleepy church to wake up. And unfortunately, it's not going to wake up until it's a real, there's a real shaking. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to just read through the dream one time. I'm going to try to do that without stopping, without commenting, so that you can just get the dream. Then we're going to go back and we're going to talk about it because this one's important, but it's deep and a little complicated. Okay, so here we go. Just the dream. July 19 to 15, June 19 to July 15. The dream began with me standing on a very quiet corner in a large city with a jumbotron-type monitor streaming the news and latest stock numbers on the side of a downtown area. Thought it was Times Square. It was very early in the morning and there were very few people out walking and they were all holding umbrellas even though it was a full sunny day. Just behind me was a city newspaper stand with newspapers and magazines and sundries. The owner walked out toward the edge of the road and stood beside me. He was also carrying an umbrella that was open as if it was raining. He said, Can you believe how bad the world is getting and how little government is doing to fix it? I simply said, My faith is in the Lord. He put his hands on my shoulders and said very slowly, Keep your eyes on what we tell you, no matter how bad it gets. He then said, And ask your Lord for better weather. Then, because we're tired of the rain, and he peeked out from under his umbrella, but kept it open. At that moment, a box truck came around the corner, and the guy ran over about ten feet from me and stood by a mud puddle on the sidewalk about two feet from the edge of the road. As the truck was moving, the side door opened, and the guy was standing there holding a huge bundle that looked like a square hay bale at first. He threw it in the air with a great strength and it seemed to struggle to throw it to the curb and it landed right in the middle of a puddle. And I realized then that it was a bundled stack of newspapers and that the splash in the puddle had covered the guy standing there in what appeared to be blood. My pants and shirt also had been covered in the red substance the papers had landed in. I took out a handkerchief, which I never use in my life, and cleaned myself off. I even stopped by a concrete water fountain and went through and, and wet the fabric and then cleaned myself up as I felt. I needed to have it off very quickly. The newsstand guy walked into the puddle and grabbed the bale and headed for the newsstand. He was dripping with this red substance all the way to the stand where he dropped the, wet, the papers very violently, and the red substance also covered the existing papers and the magazines on the shelves. I walked over and asked if he knew what the red stuff on the papers and now his supply of his paper goods was. He looked at me like I was crazy and said, what red stuff? I pointed to the papers and the magazines and he said, sir, are you okay? Or do you need some kind of medical attention? I said, the puddle the newspapers landed in splashed the red substance all over me and you. He stepped back and said, I don't see anything on you that's red. I explained that I had cleaned it off, but showed him the handkerchief that was now all splotchy with red. He pointed a finger at me and said, head on down the road or else 
you'll start scaring my customers away. By this time, people were walking by with umbrellas, and a few were picking up the paper goods and leaving money in a jar marked that declared truth. They were all covered in the red substance, and they were all oblivious to it. The newspaper guy approached me again to ask how I was, and I noticed a button that was wearing on his shirt, which said, If we don't say it, it ain't true. I asked him what that meant, and he shrugged and said, If you can't figure it out, then you're worse off than I thought. I then saw that the black back of his shirt now had a message that was spelled out in the red substance, and it said, Shallow state is my place. Suddenly, yeah, I understand. You've probably got your eyes going like, what? Right now, we're going to make it make sense, all right. Suddenly, there was gunfire and a car going down the road shooting at the crowd. Nobody moved any faster or even looked up to see the shooting in the crowd. There was a young guy on the ground who was bleeding profusely. I ran and told him to lay still as he had been shot. I went to grab my phone, but he said he was fine and would be late for a meeting. He tried to get up, and even though his leg was not working, I tried to hold him down when another shot rang out, and he took another round to the chest. I said, lay down, lay down, I will help you. But he just kept trying to get up until finally he died while trying to get up. I laid him down and looked around. I noticed nobody was taking cover. Even the newspaper guy had been shot and was limping around this stand and applying pressure to gunshot shot wound in his gut area. There were others on the ground dead, but most of the people were just uh, walking by and paying no attention to the hurt ones. I began to pray in the tongues, and my prayer was heartfelt, and I was sobbing and weeping, and I could feel the loss on the streets, but nobody seemed to be taking anything seriously at all. They walked by the dead, They took no cover from the gunman. The Jumbotron started a countdown, and the bottom of the screen showed the stock market was tanking quickly. On the screen, there was a picture of the bulls on the Wall Street and the video of people nonchalantly breaking windows in tall buildings and then jumping out of those broken windows. No screams or cries of anguish, and others around them paid no attention as if it was not real or a joke. A news anchor, also covered in the red substance, shared a video of the chaos, but did it all in a monotone. She said, yes, people are dying, but don't worry, don't hurry, because we know it's going to be all right. Trust us, because we know. And with that, she gave a big thumbs up and winked so hard, it looked like she might even be injured by doing it so graphically. I began looking around at the people covered in the red substance, and they were everywhere. But nobody seemed to see the chaos around them. They seemed to purposely ignore it. Then a man walked up to me and asked if I was all right. I turned to see the man that I see, and he said, in other words, the angel, I see it all, and I know it all. But many of the church see as much as these that you see in the streets. Too many in the body see nothing, And they see that on purpose. I say to you to keep your eyes on the prize and be consistent in your disciplines. They need to purchase salve for their eyes so that they can see and once seeing, get busy serving me in the public. The blind is leading the blind into the ditch. And I cannot help them there. 
though I want to. See with my eyes, as that is all that needs to be seen, and refuse to see what they want you to see. He then walked away. All right, now, I know. (laughs) Your head's probably spinning. You're saying, what? Okay, actually, that was very important. So we're going to go through it. This dream began with me standing on a very quiet corner in a large city with the Jumbotron-type monitor streaming the news and latest stockmonger numbers on the side of the downtown area. Now, I'm going to pray the same prayer that I pray before I do every program, and I'm going to pray it also for you. Lord, help me to say the right things. Help me to say the wrong things. Help me to bring truth to your people. At this point, may all your people see and understand and know the truth of this dream in Jesus' name. So, he looks up and sees a jumbotron. So, this is the Molochs. These are the people that own and control the world. And they're trying to write a narrative that will be favorable for putting their man, the Antichrist, on the throne. And most of it, truth be known, probably all of it, is a big lie. It was very early morning, and there were very few people out walking. They are all holding umbrellas, even though it was a full sunny day. Why are they holding umbrellas? People with umbrellas, people blocking themselves from the sun in America and the true state of America. So the umbrellas are really keeping them from getting the truth. I think it's Hosea 4, 6 says, My people perish for a lack of knowledge. They perish because they don't want to know the truth. The Bible says that they are willingly ignorant. A lot of people in the church... They don't want to hear. They don't want to know. You know, th- this, this bothers me. This makes me upset. I have trouble sleeping at night. I've had them actually say this. I've had people come up to me and say, Pastor, what do we do about all this end time stuff? Because I've heard that there's a pre-trib rapture, that we're not going to have to go through it. And believe me, you know, I, I, I feel. I, I, I want to be able to hug these people and, Take the tears away and say, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, you're right. You're not going to have to go through this. There's a pre-trib rapture, but I'm not going to lie to them. I'm not going to tell them that stuff. But a lot of church leadership will. Matter of fact, Leslie and I were talking yesterday. They said, you know, the Catholic Church doesn't have hardly anybody leaving it. And they have these great big buildings. And Leslie says, yeah, because they give. And I said, yet... Most of the other churches have people leaving. I remember when I was growing up in a church, um, my, I remember my mom and dad talking and saying, oh, well, isn't that terrible? There was a church split. And then a few years later, I heard them talking again. Isn't that just terrible? There's another church split. And then a few years later, <laughs> they said, well, now we understand. We're going with them in this church split. And they left and became a part of the church split. And we were just saying, you know, they don't have that in the Catholic Church. How come? I think Leslie and I agreed that the reason is, is because when they come into the Catholic Church, they have to learn the catechism, and they're taught these things. They're taught to give, and the Catholic Church tells them, well, you don't, you, now, I understand, this is not true of every Catholic Church. I'm not trying to beat upon the Catholics, okay? There's a lot of good Catholics. But a lot of the Catholics are told, well, you don't have to read the Bible. Just listen to us. We'll tell you the Bible. And they're told what to do. 
and they're not told the truth. They're not informed of a lot of these things. So consequently, they're not seeking truth. People that are going there are not seeking truth. And they're the people with the umbrellas as far as the church is concerned. Again, I'm not beating up on Catholics here. By the way, our church, I love people to say it's perfect, has nothing wrong with it, but there's something wrong in our church too. All of the churches has something wrong. Jesus would have walked in about any church on the planet. He would have some, but this I have against you. He would have some things he doesn't like about that church. They're not a perfect church, just to clarify that. Okay, so the people with umbrellas are people blocking themselves from the sin in America and the true state of America. They don't want to see the truth. The rain is actually the bad things that's happening. Now, let's go on. Just behind me was a city newspaper stand with newspapers and magazines and sundries. The owner walked out towards the edge of the road and stood beside me. He was also carrying an umbrella that was open as if it was raining. In other words, even though he's selling magazines and newspapers, he himself shields himself from knowing the truth. How many times have you tried to talk to people about the truth? You tried to tell them, well, you know, America is going to fall. Fall of America is going to start with an internal revolution, and you get about that far, and then the window shade pulls down, and the conversation's over with. They don't want to hear it. They are willingly ignorant. They don't want the truth. And it should, be, it should not be happening to any American, but especially to the churches, and it's happening in the churches. The owner walked out towards the edge of the road, stood beside me. He was also carrying an umbrella that was open as if it was raining. And he said, can you believe how bad the world is getting, how little government is doing to fix it? Okay, well, that's part of the problem. They don't see the real things, just like I was watching Fox News this morning. And I thought, you know, they keep talking about this laptop. They keep talking about Biden and Hunter. That's not the problem. The problem is the Russians are getting ready to attack America. America keeps stepping over the red lines and making the Russian bear, which is very big and powerful and stronger and probably stronger and probably has a more advanced military than America or NATO does. So says the Bible that she'll have three ribs in the mouth of it between the teeth of it and she's going to rise and devour much flesh, Daniel 7. But Fox News didn't tell you anything about that. And Fox News not tell you you're not getting any place outside of a few places like Prophecy Club. So anyway, the umbrella is keeping him from learning the truth. Okay, so let me back up. Just behind me was a city newspaper stand with newspapers and magazines and sundries. The owner walked out towards the edge of the road and stood beside me. He was also carrying an umbrella, which was open as if it was raining. And he said, can you believe how bad the world is getting and how little government is doing to fix it? In other words, he wasn't getting the truth, even though he was selling the truth. I simply said, my faith is in the Lord. He put his hands on my shoulders and said very slowly, keep your eyes on what we tell you, no matter how bad it gets. And that's what the elite want you to do. They don't want you in your Bible. They certainly don't want you to listen to Prophecy Club. They don't want you listening to his prophets. And most of the people will listen to anybody talk about anything except the prophets, the Bible, Bible prophecy, the things that they need to be listening. That's what Jesus is saying here. He's saying, look it, <laughs> you're not getting the truth. You're not getting it from the news. You're not getting it from magazines. You're not getting it from the radio, the TV. You're not getting the truth in most places. You need to turn to the truth, things like Prophecy Club. He then said, 
And ask your Lord for better weather because we're tired of the rain. In other words, we're tired of things going wrong, but everybody's trying to fix it. Well, they're trying to fix it without Jesus. When's the last time you heard anybody on Fox News or something like that say, well, what we need to do is turn back to Jesus? I heard them saying, like, there's this big controversy about this movie or there's this, this music uh, saying, well, it wouldn't happen in a small town. Okay, well, it's not about a small town. It should be saying it wouldn't happen if we received Jesus. It wouldn't happen if we had Jesus in our heart. The solution to fixing our problems is one word, Jesus. But you can't get people to say that today. That's the solution. And turning from Jesus is the problem. We're tired of the rain. He peeked out from under his umbrella but kept it open. At that moment, a box truck came around the corner, and the guy ran about 10 feet from me and stood by a mud pedal on the, side, on the sidewalk about two feet from the edge of the road. As the truck was moving, a side door opened. The guy was standing there holding a huge bundle that looked like a square hay bale at first. Okay, so the red substance is sin or guilty blood. Coverstone could wipe off the sin through the blood of Jesus, and he wanted to wipe it off real quickly. The red substance on the papers and the magazines is meaning that they were filled with lies or half-truths. He threw it into the air with great strength, and he seemed to struggle to throw it to the curb. It landed right in the middle of the puddle, and I realized then that it was bundled a stack of newspapers and that the splash in the puddle had covered the guy standing there in what looked like blood. My pants and shirt also had been covered in red substance, and the papers had landed land. Well, you know, we, I asked our congregation yesterday. I said, how many of you watched TV this week? All the hands went up. I said, on TV, how many of you heard, or in real life, how many of you heard profanity? All the hands went up. How many of you heard an F-bomb someplace this week? Yes. How many of you saw skin you should not have seen? Should have been covered up. Almost hands went up again. So we live in the world, but we are not of the world. Meaning, as Christians, we should not look like the world. We should not sound like the world. We should not dress like the world. We should not have tattoos like the world. Other things. Bible says, come ye out from among them. Be ye separate. That's what this is saying. So, Coverstone got the red stuff on people. So, all of us get the red stuff. We live in a world that is filthy. Revelation 18 says, I saw another angel come down from heaven, having great power, and the earth was lightened with his glory. And he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, as to become the habitation of devils, the hold of every foul spirit, and the cage of every unclean and hateful bird. When you live in that filth, it gets splattered on you. You can't keep it from it. But Coverstone could wipe it off quickly with the blood of Jesus. Now let's go on. I took out a handkerchief, which I'd never used in my life, and cleaned myself off. I even stopped by a concrete water fountain, Jesus, and wet the fabric and cleaned myself off as I felt I needed to get it off quickly. The newsstand guy walked into the puddle and grabbed the bale and headed for the newsstand. He was dripping in the red substance. He was dripping in sin. Also, he was distributing lies. All the way to the... I remember my mom saying, 
I don't understand why these people sell alcohol. That's what she was talking about at the time. I wonder how they're going to explain making a life's worth of income by selling alcohol. In this case, I wonder what they're going to say, what they're going to hear when they stand before Jesus, having a lifetime of selling news that was not true, magazines that was not true, or even preaching behind a pulpit things that were not true. He was dripping the red substance all the way to the stand where he dropped the papers very violently, and the red substance also covered the existing papers and magazines on the shelves. I walked over and asked him if he knew what the red stuff was on the papers. Now his supply of paper goods. He looked at me like I was crazy and said, What red stuff? See, the blind follow the blind, and they both fall into a pit. They don't see the lights. Why? Why can't they see a lie? Because they haven't accepted Jesus, and they themselves lie. We listen to Biden and all of the things that they're claiming that he has basically taken bribes, okay? We listen to the lies. Okay, I didn't have anything. I didn't have any knowledge of my son's overseas dealings. And then we, we catch him in lie, but yet nothing seems to be getting done. Why? Because America is a nation of lies. Most people live by some kind of bribery, some kind of lying, some kind of stealing or cheating. They're not after Jesus. They have not crucified the flesh. They don't, don't have their lives hidden with Christ. I pointed to the papers of the magazine. He said, sir, are you okay? Now, this is the magazine guy saying this to Coverstone. I pointed to the papers of the magazine. He said, sir, are you okay? Or do you need some kind of medical attention? I said, the pedal the newspapers landed in and splashed the red substance all over you and me. He stepped back and said, I don't see anything on you that's red. In other words, I don't see anything wrong. I don't see anything wrong with lying, cheating. I don't see anything wrong. We went to eat, a few of us, after church yesterday. And got in conversation with one of the, the waitresses there. And she said, oh, well, I'm pregnant. Uh, well, yes, yeah, my boyfriend. And then she went on telling the story. And they said, she said it so casually. Like, oh, yeah, well, I'm pregnant, and this is what my boyfriend says. It's just like nothing, you know. And I felt like saying, have you ever thought about getting married before you have sex, before you have children? See, our family unit in America has been destroyed. We don't think we need to get married to have children anymore. We don't think we need to get married to have sex anymore. We're just an evil nation, habitation of devils, hold of every foul spirit, and the cage of every unclean, hateful bird. That's what it's saying. He stepped back and said, I don't see anything on you that's red. I explained that I had cleaned it off of me, but showed him the handkerchief, and now it's all splotchy to red. He pointed a finger at me and said, head on down the road, boy, or else you'll start scaring my customers away. That's the reason the pastors don't tell the truth behind the pulpit. They don't have anything to do with Bible prophecy in the end times. Instead, oh, we don't have to worry about all that. We're going to pre-trib rapture. Oh, we don't have to worry about all that. You're going to scare off all my congregation members. Get out of here. We don't want to have you come and speak. We don't want the truth. The declared truth. All right, now what does that mean? The news declares it to be the truth, 
but it's actually lying to us. It's either not telling us the things that we need to know or the things that it is saying are not truthful. I remember, I think it was Abraham Lincoln or, I don't know, Benjamin Franklin, somebody said, uh, if you read the news, you're misinformed. If you don't read the news, you're under-informed. Either way, you're not getting the truth. By this time, people are walking by with umbrellas and few are picking up the paper goods and leaving money in the jar marked the declared truth. They were all covered in the red substance and they were all oblivious to it. The newspaper guy approached me again to ask how I was and I noticed a button that he was wearing on his shirt saying, if we don't say it, it ain't true. In other words, only listen to the corporate news, the mainstream news. That's all they want you to hear until one day you wake up with the Antichrist on the throne. One day you wake up with the mark of the beast on your forehead and your hand or your hand and you've lost your salvation, and it all sounded perfectly good. The news tells us lies about our world, and that we are to only believe the news. <laughs> Princess E, don't believe those God is truly speaking to in dreams and visions and angel visions and audible words. Don't listen to things like Prophecy Club. I said, well, if we don't say it, it ain't true. It said that. I asked him, what that meant, he shrugged and said, well, if you can't figure it out, then you're worse off than I thought. I then saw that the back of his T-shirt now had a message that was spelled out in the red substance, and it said, shallow state is my place. The average church member does not know about Bible prophecy, does not want to know about Bible prophecy. The average church member, when the bombs hit, they're going to get angry at God. Why did you do this? We did nothing to deserve this. They're not going to understand. They are in a shallow place. They don't want to know. They're willingly ignorant. And they like it. They don't want the truth. Sad to say. So shallow state is my place. Is really saying God's people want to believe a lie more than truth. They want to keep their hearts closed to the truth. Blind Christians... So now let me give you a couple of scriptures. Revelation 3.16, So then, because thou art lukewarm, and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Lukewarm meaning, you're not hot for Jesus, but you're also not hot for the world. You haven't made a decision you want to set on the fence. Because thou sayest, I'm rich to increase with goods, this is America, and have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched, and miserable, and poor, and blind, and naked. I counsel thee to buy me gold tried of the fire that thou mayest be rich. In other words, I counsel thee to the gold tried in the fire is the morning star coming down. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump, the seventh trump. And some of people's works are going to be burned up. That's what he's saying. I counsel thee to buy me gold tried in the morning star fire on Armageddon. And if you make it through that, like Luke 21, 36 says, Watch ye therefore and pray always that you might be accounted worthy to escape these things and to stand before the Son of Man. And not talking about escape the tribulation, not talking about a pre-trib rapture. He's talking about escape the burning of the morning star, escape the destruction, the cleansing of the earth done by Jesus when he brandishes his sword with the breath of his nostrils. That thou mayest be rich in white raiment, that thou mayest be clothed, in other words, so that you have a wedding garment, so that you are clothed for eternity. 
and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear, and anoint thine eyes with thy salve that thou mayest see. This is the average American Christian right now. They don't want to hear it. They don't like me. They don't like Prophecy Club. They don't like Bible prophecy. Look, that's the reason so many people have written themselves new Bibles. They don't want that King James stuff. No, no, let's write us a new Bible. Matter of fact, they're coming out with new Bibles now that God's not even a man. He's not even male. Now it's an it, I guess. So we just write ourselves new Bibles, and we just decide that we're going to have God our way. But he says, as many as I love, rebuke and chase them. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man will hear my voice and open the door, in other words, if they will open their heart, I will come to them and sup with them and leave with me. In other words, I will come in and I will help them. Hosea 4, 6 says, My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, Christian church, I will also reject thee. Suddenly there was gunfire and a car going down the road, shooting into the crowd. Nobody moved any faster, even looked up to see the shooting in the crowd. The way we would say it is, Dimitri Dudin was told to follow America, would start with an internal revolution in America, started by the communists. Some of the people start fighting against the government, but nobody listened. Dimitri traveled all across America for 10 years, speaking in all kinds of churches, radio and TV stations. And unless I'm mistaken, I'm the only one that continues to mention his name. I'm talking about continued on a normal, regular basis. If there's somebody else on a normal, regular, ongoing basis, let me know. I hear some people say, oh, yeah, well, she mentioned Dimitri, or he mentioned Dimitri. This is what it's talking about. In other words, during the fall of America, a lot of people still won't see the trouble. There was a young guy on the ground who was bleeding profusely. I ran and told him to lay down. Still, he'd been shot. I went to grab my phone, but he said he was fine. In other words, a lot of people dying in their sin right now. They're dying from smoking. They're dying from cancer. They're dying from all manner. As you look, if you go and read Deuteronomy 28, it says, and if you follow my laws, these are the list of your blessings. And there's about 10 of them. And then if you don't follow my laws, there's, these are the list of the curses. And there's about 30 of them. And he says, and if you follow them, I will put none of the diseases on you that I put upon the Egyptians. That's what it's talking about. Okay, so let's back up a little bit. There was a young man, a guy on the ground, bleeding profusely. I ran to him. He laid still. He'd been shot. I went to grab my phone, but he said he was fine and would be late for a meeting. In other words, they see the problems coming. I mean, who couldn't see the problems coming? But they don't seem to be able to correct it. Even though in this case the man was dying, he didn't understand what he really needed to do was ask Jesus into his heart and repent. Let's go on. He tried to get up even though his leg was not working. Things aren't working. They're getting sick. They're getting cancer. getting all kinds of things that the Lord is putting on them, trying to get them to repent. They won't. Now let's go on to the next one. I tried to hold him down when another shot rang out and he took a round to the chest. So he had a good warning before he died, but he still wouldn't repent. I said, lay down and i help you. But he just kept trying to get up until finally died while trying to get up. So they die while they're trying to live the life. <laughs> have a good time. That's all I want to do is have a good time. I laid him down and looked around. I noticed nobody was taking cover. 
In other words, no one's repenting, no one's stopping sinning, no one's turning to church, no one. In America, we aren't seeing the churches fill up. We aren't seeing the sports stadiums fill up. They're dying in their sin, but they're not seeing the problem. Even the newspaper guy had been shot and was limping around the stand and applying pressure to his gunshot wound in his gut area. There were others on the ground dead, but most of the people were just walking by and paying no attention on the hurt, to the hurt ones. People are wounded. Some are dying. No one seems to see the dying and dead, yet the jumbotron warnings of God are being ignored. I began to pray in the tongues, and the prayer was heartfelt, and I was sobbing and weeping. I could feel the loss on the streets, but nobody seemed to be taking anything seriously at all. I mean, even when Omar ushers in the Palestinian state, even when those seven signs leading to the fall of America start hitting, you watch. Most people won't even listen. Nobody seemed to be talking anything seriously at all. They walked by the dead. They took no cover from the government. The Jumbotron started the countdown. Okay, Jumbotron is God talking. God, has start, he started the countdown. And the bottom of the screen showed the stock market was tanking quickly. Our finances start falling apart. The bulls, well, the whole point of the bulls is those who worship money and things of this world are ready to die. They have no hope in Jesus. On the screen, there was a picture of the bulls on the Wall Street and a video of the people nonchalantly breaking windows and tall buildings and then jumping out those broken windows. Even though they are dying in their sin, they're still ready to die rather than accept Jesus. They won't listen. No screams or cries of anguish. Others around them paid no attention as if it was not real or a joke. Most people will go to hell thinking they did the right thing. A news anchor, also covered in the red substance, shared a video of the chaos, but did it all in a monotone. We just walked through. We don't listen. No one wants to receive Jesus. She said, yes, people are dying, but don't worry and don't hurry because we know it's all going to be all right. Trust us because we know. And with that, she gave a big thumbs up and winked so hard, it looked like she might be injured by doing it so graphically. I began looking around at the people covered in the red substance and they were everywhere, but nobody seemed to see the chaos. They don't see the problems. They don't see the problems that our dollars falling apart, our schools are falling apart, our businesses are falling apart, our nation is falling apart, our government is falling apart. They don't see the problem. They seem to purposely ignore it. Then a man walked up to me and asked if I was all right, and I turned to see the man that I see, and he said, I see it all. I know it all. But many of the church see as much as these that you see in the streets. The church is just as blind as the people outside the church. Too many in the body see nothing, and they see it on purpose, or they don't see it on purpose, you might say. I say to you, keep your eyes on the prize. What's the prize? Eternity is the prize. Jesus is the prize. And be consistent in your disciplines. What's the discipline? It means we cast down imaginations. It means that we don't look at those girls It means that we don't steal, we don't lie, we don't cheat. We don't take money that's not ours. We don't do the things. We don't don't do the things that the sinners do. We keep our eyes on the prize. They need to purchase salve for their eyes so they can see. And once seeing, they need to get busy serving me in public. The blind is leading the blind into the pit. 
and I cannot help them there, though I want to. See with my eyes, in other words, look at the world through the eyes of Jesus. See with my eyes, as that is all that needs to be seen, and refuse to see what they want you to see. Meaning, be cautious about watching any news. If it's not Bible, Bible based, if it's not from God's prophets, you should be raising an eyebrow, maybe two eyebrows about whether you should be listening to that. I've got to where I, I okay, I've, I've been wanting to say this for a long time. I can't stand to listen to Hannity. Not only is the worst interviewer I've ever seen in my life, talks too much, has a guest on, he does more talking than the guest but he probably comes the closest to giving us the most information out there, at least on Fox News. Yet, I can't watch it. I, I, I fast forward past it. I want the truth. And that's all I want. I want the truth. And it's very hard to find these days. See with my eyes, as that is all that needs to be seen, and refuse to see what they want you to see. Then he walked away. Today, we live in unsettling times. Have you ever wondered what you're going to do when food is no longer on the shelves? I'm Leslie, owner and founder of Joseph's Kitchen, and I want to show you how to make healthy, homemade, whole wheat bread for only a few hundred dollars a year. At Joseph's Kitchen, our ingredients have been packaged for immediate use or long-term storage. Go to josephskitchen.com or call the number on your screen to order today. Don't get caught unprepared. Go to josephskitchen.com now. Terry Saka, Corner, a Stone, Asset, Metals.com. So why should people go online or call you today? Seymour Hirsch, an amazing investigative journalist, laid out the case that the United States is the one that blew up the Nord Stream pipelines, hurting our very own allies. That is a nation that is desperate because their currency is on the verge of losing reserve status. That's not good for a United States dollar and why we better be protected. Terry Saka, CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. Give him a call or go online today. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. Next is, I'll send you to EMPShield.com. If you use the promo word prophecy, you get a $50 discount. What is that? Well, it looks like this. This is the one that goes into a car, okay? And you put the red wire to the red side of the battery, you put the black wire to the black side of the battery, and the green one attaches to the body of the car. Then you peel it off right back here. Just peel that off, stick it inside of the, 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 the engine compartment of your car, and the whole point is when the electricity goes off or when some kind of a suitcase nuclear, nuclear device goes off, this is supposed to be able to stop that device from destroying every computer chip in your car. Because if every computer chip is destroyed in your car these days, you couldn't possibly replace them all. Throw the car away. So, empshield.com, promo code PROPHECY. <laughs> 